rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. So, all right. Well, my name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, we need a good rant. And uh, I'm reading the, if you guys are listening later, I'm reading the uh, the text that I'm getting from the people who are watching. And uh, so join us every Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and join the chat and have some fun, blow off some steam. This is therapy for the resistance. I call it therapy for the resistance, but it's really my therapy, so I want to thank everyone because I need it. And uh, so we're, we're here. We uh, are replayed on Progressive Voices starting 6 p.m. Sunday and then on GDPR Revolution 99 and on iTunes, anywhere you can find SoundCloud. And uh, please do me a favor. I mean, I say we stick together, we win, but we could use some reviews on iTunes, some more reviews. And I'm, I ask for your support. If you can't support financially, you can support in that way, share the show and whatnot. So I had a shitty week. I'm just going to get into it because like, I can't be a fake. That's the thing. I can't. And part of, well, who gives a shit? Like, I ultimately feel like in life in general, this is why I share my experience and share about the personal things because you know what does it matter one day we're all going to be dead right and who who cares really and um maybe there's somebody that we can help so they um so this week let me let me just give you a background i i started uh you know i'm in recovery i talk about that i talk and i was a drug addict for i for many years i grew up uh and on Staten Island, and I, not that that had, well, I mean, it is a Republican borough. It was kind of the scene of the crime. But I was, a, you know, a heroin addict uh, when I was young, and I got clean. I'm very fortunate. I'm still clean, so don't get nervous. Um, I'm just saying that when I was growing up, I never, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't take the usual path in life. And I, and even though I was a drug addict, I was a very functional drug addict. I was a very high-functioning addict. I, was, I went to college. I got straight A's in college, and, but I was shooting dope in the parking lot of the school. You know what I mean? And I had to go, oh, congratulations, 14 years. Someone, one of the, our, uh, our regulars, congratulations. Yeah, I have 11 in a row now, but I've... I've had the most, um, the majority of my adult life, I've had, I've been so clean and sober, but I've had some periods of relapse, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, short stints, and uh, short but brutal stints. And I, so anyway, I, that's why I started doing comedy late. Like, when I first um, got clean, I never thought, see, everything that I, that I was able to um, do and, and accomplish everything that I became or am or is is a, is a result of being clean and having sobriety. I would have nothing without it. I would be dead. I really believe that. And I have been very fortunate with um, people who really worked their asses off to help me. And I... Um, 
you know, you don't want to, when somebody gives you a gift, you don't throw it back in their face. So I, I appreciate my, I really appreciate my recovery. I see that now, that how um, I would be nothing without it. So that's why I started doing, but, but all right. So um, as I got clean and clean, you know, and sober and whatnot, I um, started to get more confidence and whatnot. So that's why, uh, but before there was a time like I couldn't speak. I couldn't look anybody in the eye. I was, you know, a, like a basket case. It was, I was, I couldn't get up and speak in front of people. Nothing. I mean, the, just the fact that I can do this show that I can do comedy, that I can get up in front of strangers or whatever, can make them laugh, is a miracle in itself. So, but I, it's because friends of mine were like, oh, you should do comedy, you should do comedy, and they pushed me into it, and, and I did it. So, uh, and I got some positive feedback, and along the way, I built the site uh, as sort of like my personal soapbox because I wanted to... Uh, hate Republicans like a normal person would and I Republican Dirty Tricks turned into I remember when we had 500 followers I was like wow I can't believe 500 people are are reading what I'm writing and and it got bigger and now we have 150,000 followers on Facebook and uh, we're still building our other social media platforms and I started this show like a year ago, and it's getting some, we have a bunch of regulars that hang out and whatnot. But um, I still, uh, as an artist, as a performer, as somebody who does, uh, who is a writer or whatever, you know, you don't make a lot of money. This is this is the point, right? So I've always had to work as a freelancer. I In my other life, before I started doing comedy, I was and am a designer. I do motion graphics for um, television, right? That's what I work in TV. And that's what I've been doing And um, uh, to pay the bills at RDT Daily. So I've been using my money that I've been earning doing freelance jobs um, and I'm, you know, paying paying my own bills, paying the paying my mortgage, paying my insurance, whatever, and paying people to work on the site. So it's real. It is a financial. It's it takes a lot. You you wouldn't think, right? But you have to pay people. Uh, it's not a charity. Every so, I that's why we ask for donations. Anyway, to make a long story short, I ended up getting laid off of this freelance job that I was working this week. Where I, where they, I mean, it was a startup. I knew, I kind of knew it was a risk, but it was unexpected. And it threw me for a loop because I wasn't, I wasn't hustling up any other work. So basically I, they pulled the rug out from under me. So I didn't sleep for two days. I was, I was racked with anxiety. I was literally awake for two days and, uh, with, uh, and, and, that's why I'm. I was kind of out of it. I was. Thank God, honestly, the, that the, the Democrats won the House. Could you imagine it, how much worse it would have been if they didn't? And um, I'm also grateful that they told me this on Wednesday and not Friday. You know what I mean? Because Friday I would have. We wouldn't have had. We wouldn't have a show today. I'd. I'd still be. I'd be so. Uh, I wouldn't. Pro I probably wouldn't be able to do it. I would just be too 
upset. So anyway, I'm anxious and I'm uh, I'm trying to find a job or whatever. And also, you have to look at it as an opportunity because there's other. Th- I have been trying to get more work in comedy and get. It's just you know just not able to make all the ends meet, and that's why I end up. I get mad at uh, this the unfairness. I I don't want to say unfairness because that makes me. I sound like. Trump, right? Everything is unfair. But when I think about the sites like Breitbart uh, and all these right-wing uh, monstrosities that have these big funders, that's if all if uh, if we had something like that, we wouldn't have to worry. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I was uh, I'm not in a good mood, and I'm really kind of anxious about the future. So I ended up having to tell the people that work on RDT Daily that I can't pay them. And I'm very sorry. Some people are staying and they're going to still contribute. Other people aren't. So it's where the site goes is uh, yet to be revealed. Um, Hopefully it's temporary. I don't know how long. I mean, obviously I am looking. I'm not like... uh, we don't know. You know, I have a lot of, um, hook. what do you call it, irons in the fire. But um, And the other thing that's pissing me off about this timing of what happened was that I, Mike Malloy is having a gathering at, in Georgia at the end of the month to celebrate, and everybody is welcome, to, to celebrate his, uh, his book because he just wrote a book. And I really wanted to to go to Georgia and to be there and, and uh, celebrate that with him. It was going to be a weekend getaway at, at, uh, somewhere, but I can't go if I, if I have to, I can't spend money. You know what I mean? I got to look for a job. So, so I got to hustle and I'm pissed because you got to think, what is the meaning of life? Right. Except to be there with your friends, family and loved ones and celebrate their accomplishments. So but I know that that's something if I don't end up going, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to I'm going to regret it. And I uh, but there's nothing that I can do except just, you know, I mean, keep trying. So. All right. I uh, and this is why I have the site. You know, we put the. um I ask you guys to donate. People do donate. I'm actually setting up a Patreon page, so hopefully that'll help. And I have the merchandise page, and, and all of that stuff will help. You know, when somebody buys a shirt from us, with the way it goes is that you know I do all the de- the designs on the on the site on the um, merchandising site, and it's like. A drop shipping service, so I don't. We don't print it, so it's they get a, the bulk of the profit. You know, we'll get a piece of it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, it's so when you buy a shirt on the on the site, let's say for uh, twenty four ninety nine, we we get like four ninety nine. So we're not. It's not like we're getting twenty four ninety nine. We're just getting a piece of it. So we really have to grow our audience and grow the show. Uh, if ever I want to get out of the rat race and because I, my dream ultimately would be to do this show. I would love to do a show every day. I would love to 
not be tied to have to. And this is why I do the show on Saturday and why, because I want to, I have, I need the week open to be able to hustle and work and bring in money to um, fund the site. That's what I'm doing. Cause you know, I don't have children and uh, I think, uh, okay, well, you can't take it with you. And um, I really believe in what, what I'm doing. I believe in the site. I believe in, fighting these fascist bastards because what uh, and speaking of the meaning of life what else is the meaning of life right but contributing in any way we can so i would be i don't know what i would do um i can't just sit around watching television that's never been me so anyway all right uh that's what's going on in my life i'm uh i feel like a loser i feel um not a loser i mean i'm kind of aggravated it wasn't it wasn't my fault what happened but i it just feels like ugh i don't like the stress i don't handle stress well and i and i'm very but i am grateful that i have a lot of friends people came over and they uh cuz i i also practice buddhism this is the other thing i was like i in the crucial moment and because i'm in recovery and because i do all these i practice buddhism and i should feel like better i should have faith i should not i i get then i get down on myself for for having doubts and for allowing myself to be so stressed where i can't sleep for days you know but i'm uh i'm only human too so but and this is why when friends come over i had a lot of people coming over and just spending time and uh, you know, we do our Buddhist practice, which is chanting nam myoho renge in case anybody wanted to, was wondering, but that's what we do. And it does help. It really does. It helped me. Uh, it helps my anxiety. I don't know why. I guess it's just, you know, the mystic power of the universe. Whatever. Okay. Well, now this is, uh, I've been going on for a while about this. I just wanted to get it out there because I feel like I would be kind of a phony because it is such a, um, it was so... Uh, upsetting and I am I I am in such a mood that I wanted and I also wanted to share with everybody that we we meet every week here and I'm getting to know everyone and I appreciate that so I you know what I mean like I feel like you guys are friends I don't know I hesitate to say that but I don't because I don't know you really but I am happy to um, you know that we're all here together every week and, and it is true. We we stick together. We win. And all right. So let's um. Let me talk about Twitler for because there it just never stops with uh with him um and with fascism. Okay. This is uh, and when I was thinking about what to call the show today, the it, it and I came up with it's uh you know the. Uh, gas the Republican gaslighting of America that is what's going on you so right now good news good news everyone the, the uh, Andrew Gillum has unconceded the race in Florida uh, Stacey Abrams is yet to concede of course and um, McSally is uh, she's in second place now to her challenger in Arizona because we want to count the votes when when all votes are counted when America votes and we get to count the votes Republicans lose and they're out there 
on the media saying that uh, they're that we're cheating. Isn't it ironic that they're that Republicans are so frantic about the uh, about democracy, and it just proves exactly what I've been saying for years that Republicans hate democracy. They they are unfit. They don't like it. They don't want to live in a democracy. And and it's no coincidence that uh, we have how many presidents, how many Republican presidents that that are squatting in the White House that that inflicted their destruction on this on this country despite receiving fewer votes. So it it really has never been about democracy for Republicans. It's been about power. And they don't care how they get it. And whether they lie, they hook, they crook, they are grifters to the core. Rick Scott, the irony of Rick Scott going out there and talking about fraud. Wait, let me, ha- I think I have his, hold on a second. Let me get rid of this lower third here. And uh, do I have, yeah, let me, let, this is what Rick, Rick Scott said. The people of Florida deserve fairness and transparency and the supervisors are failing to give it to us. Every Floridian should be concerned there may be rampant fraud happening in Palm Beach and Broward counties. I just, I love his emphasis, rampant fraud. Well, he should know about fraud, right? Because he and his company that he was in charge of committed the largest Medicaid fraud in American history, which he, they, they made up, uh, another make making up invoices. This it was they they that company kept two sets of books. Fraud is their business model, just like the Trump organization. Fraud is the business model of their their entire. They, they, these are not uh, business people. You know, like that's the the other thing is that Republicans are always like they they love business people uh, let's get businessmen and well of course it's always men right in charge uh but they're not businessmen these are not innovators these are grifters they have no ideas there's nothing new about what they're selling they're just scam artists they might as if 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 they didn't have their trust funds they'd be on the boardwalk in uh, Coney Island playing a shell game with people that's what they are. They are grifters. And they, uh, Trump is a grifter. His, he's never earned an honest dollar. He's always had everything handed to him. And, even, and it wasn't enough. He had to scam his own father. In the last days of his father's life, he tried to trick his father into changing his will so Donald could um, use his father's business as basically an ATM, an unlimited ATM machine to cover Donald's tracks. Because what the hell was Donald going to do when his father died? Because his father couldn't come bail out all his his bullshit businesses anymore. And that's, uh, you know, Donald was, he was, he was very nervous about that. But the father who had made money saw what his his uh, grifter son was trying to do and he didn't he actually took his son his uh eldest son off the will as uh the executor that's what because he knew that donald his son donald was a was a 
was a grifter who's trying to scam him. That's, you know, your father's dying in the last days of his life. That's what you're thinking of? How can I, oops, let me get daddy to sign this, uh, this, uh, this scam document so I can continue to siphon money out of his business like a, like a lamprey. That's what he did. And his father, he knew. He told the daughter, the, uh, the one who's the judge, whatever her name is, she, that it doesn't pass the smell test, whatever he was trying to make him sign. And he didn't sign it. And, and in fact, took his son off as the executor in retaliation because he didn't trust him. His own father, after everything he had done for him. But that's who they are. They, you know, he could give a shit. Like, he'd, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't kill his own father for, to get to the money sooner. But I guess it was, uh, wouldn't matter because he was giving him everything anyway. So I guess it was fine. But um, Trump is uh, a grifter, and so, is, so are all of them. They, there's nothing about them. That's why, you know, I'm so, sometimes I get very depressed about life in general, in spite of, you know, especially what's going on with me now, but also in general, when I think about other people, because I get so confused because things look so, it looks so obvious to me. And I like, for instance, when Twitler supposedly, you know, won quote unquote, despite receiving fewer votes, I, I, I got upset because I was like, wow, every, there's a lot of stupid racist people in this country. That was w the most upsetting part of the election, that the realization that there's so many dumbasses who are racist and that, that, uh, that I live amongst the millions and millions. It was... That's that was the most shocking part because I can't you see through this grifter? We see him here. That's why New York didn't vote for him. But still, I guess New York. I mean, the people did vote for him. Not everybody. It wasn't like he didn't receive any votes here. But uh, despite him being a racist, uh, his history of just being a clown in the city, being a buffoon playing a businessman that's what he is he and he's so he prowling the discotheques in the middle of the night he's he's gross so they um anyway that's what was so depressing and but when i see rick scott it's the same thing why would anybody vote for somebody who was the ceo of a company that committed the largest medicaid fraud in American history. He robbed us. He robbed us. He robbed old people of their Medicaid. And I, I, what kind of a demon, what kind of a grifter, right? The, there's no, there is no standards. The, they, they wouldn't care. They'll knock Granny down a flight of steps to grab her Social Security check. That's what they did. These, they, it was deliberate fraud in the case of Rick Scott, too. I mean, it's deliberate fraud in Twitler's case. Uh, it is. That's what they, they created a shell company to siphon money out of daddy's uh, business and so they wouldn't have to pay taxes. And then they use that, these inflated invoices as justification to charge higher rent 
to the unfortunate souls who happen to live in their apartment buildings, the people on fixed incomes and whatnot. That's who they are. They don't, uh, it's the whole family is like that. They don't give a shit. Even um, Ivanka ran that, um, not Ivanka, well, not only, well, Ivanka, what's the husband's name? You know, uh, Jared. But Ivanka, you know, she sucks too. I can't stand her. She's this uh, this faux feminist idiot. Uh, they all of the women that surround Trump are all the they 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 are they remind me of drag queens in a way because drag queens are they are this um, cartoonish version of what a woman should be, right? Like they big hair and. Uh, or what women are oh, supposedly it's a, it's this um caricature it feels like and that's what that's what Ivanka reminds me of a drag queen just dressing up she's dressing up in the part of a, a of a woman you know a woman who works a woman um who is in her power or some cliche hashtag that she can go put a freaking heart emoji on something and uh likes uh, as tw- just a clueless clueless um useless succubus that's what she is who learned all her tricks at daddy's uh, at daddy's knee of course she did she learned them well that you have everything handed to you and the best you can come up with is uh let's make a sweatshop in china and 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 stitch together some shitty shoes for uh you know, for other morons that think they 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 saw sex in the city or something, and uh, they want to be a Samantha. I don't know. Uh, and also, what is the other guy's name? So, so many things happened this week. It's just, it's. It, remember the time, the days when, when we would have an election that we had a big election, the midterms, and now. And that would be it, really. We'd be talking about the election. But this week, it's it never stops. So Jeff, he fires Jeff Sessions the next day, of course. Because isn't it, uh, it's not ironic. I mean, it's typical that the what he fired Sessions for is the only ethical thing Sessions ever did, which was recuse himself from the Russia investigation. Of course he had to recuse himself. It's, that's part of being a lawyer there are ethical standards but trump there is no ethics it's only loyalty that is the nature of fascism so but it's so telling that that i don't get how trump can just say that um if he had known that that sessions would recuse himself he would never have um put picked him because, um, I mean, it is sort of, isn't that obstruction of justice too? I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't kind of get it. Like what, and, and isn't it, um, you know, how are we allowing him to, to place another loyalist in a position of power? Cause I think actually what he's doing is unconstitutional. So, uh, because he's putting what's the guy's name Whitaker in the, into uh, Jeff Sessions into the Attorney General position under the pre 
pretext that he had already been through Senate confirmation in another position or something, but that's, it doesn't count. And, um, every day a new line is crossed. So I don't know how, how we're really going to get through this. Do you know what I mean? Because he, he did it again. He crossed another line and it's just going on and he's not stopped. How is this happening? Right. Um, but Whitaker was another one who, I'm just trying to open up this article, who was involved with a scam. So the, it says, uh, this is from the New York Times, acting attorney general sat on a board of company, of a company accused of bilking customers. Uh, it's always about just being a grifter, being a crook. So it says, Matthew G. Whitaker, the acting attorney general, served on the advisory board of a Florida company that a federal judge shut down last year and fined nearly $26 million after the government accused it of scamming customers. I mean, the company World Patent Marketing bilked thousands of customers out of millions of dollars by promising investors lucrative patent agreements, according to a complaint filed in Florida by the Federal Trade Commission. Court documents show that when frustrated customers tried to get their money back, Scott J. Cooper, the company's president and founder, used Mr. Whitaker to threaten them as a federal prosecutor. I, I mean, that's, and there you go, there's a Republican for you, using the power of their office to steal. So, Mr. Cooper's company paid Mr. Whitaker nearly $10,000 before it closed. Mr. Whitaker's role in the company would complicate his confirmation prospects should President Trump nominate him as attorney general. It's not clear if Mr. Trump is aware of Mr. Whitaker's involvement. Well, what do you think he'll say? Oh, yes, he's a liar. This guy, he lies as easy as breathing. It's not, it's, it doesn't stop. So, um, let's see, let's see. A Justice Department spokeswoman declined to comment before his ascension to the office of the nation's top law enforcement official, Mr. Whitaker, Age 49 was Mr. Sessions' chief of staff. Blah, blah, blah. A conservative Republican from Iowa. He was seen within the Justice Department as a White House loyalist who publicly expressed doubts about the special counsel Robert, Robert S. Mueller, who was investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election and whether Mr. Trump or any of his, his associates conspired in the effort. Of course they did, because they're traitors. They don't give a crap. They want money and power, and they don't care how they get it. These, like we said, are grifters, and they they don't see the a con, you know uh, they because Trump talks about I'm a nationalist, I'm a nationalist. They don't see the country as something. They're not patriots. They they wear um, those American flag, those made in China American flag lapel pins, like Ivanka wears her her uh, snappy female business attire with the high heels, her sexy, her sexy accountant look. It's, it's an act. It's a show. They, and it's to attract the, the morons. They, they're wearing, um, they fit the suit, right? They're, they're, it's, uh, they're, it's another way to lull dumbasses into a sense of security, like the, like they know what they're doing. 
it's the same way they wear patriotism the same way a prostitute puts on her lipstick right to lure in her tricks and there's that's really what they do so but um they wrap themselves in the flag they don't if uh if they loved america the minute the russians came by and said we have dirt on hillary clinton they would have called the fbi they would have said um no thank you i don't collude with anti-democratic foreign dictators you see don't you see my made in china american flag lapel pin right but no they they knew that trump uh, in fact there's well other people have said that trump is um he's basically a russian asset that they've been cultivating for for decades he's easy he's an easy mark so he thinks there's a lot of easy marks that it's like you know it's like those russian dolls of easy marks you keep opening it up and then you eventually get down to the you get down to the idiots at the trump rallies right because uh it's uh putin's eat uh, on on top of trump on top of those idiots but there's an entire infrastructure propping them up propping this corruption up so um which is really sad and uh <laughs> sometimes i when i hear things when i say things like that well, i'll say oh that's not fair or that's sad i i don't want to say that because it's that's what he says it's so unfair everything is so unfair to trump it's so sad it's and and that's the thing isn't it funny because it's so like trump says things are sad he says it's so unfair first of all he can't what does he know about sad he knows nothing of sad was he sad when he was trying to kick uh residents out of his shitty buildings because he wanted to the because they were rent controlled apartments and he wanted to charge an arm and a leg was he sad when they were inflating invoices and making people on with fixed incomes uh increase the rent so th- uh it's uh, was he sad then was he sad when he wasn't paying his employees when he stiffed contractors and creditors so he can fly around in his helicopter uh was he sad when he flew over to i can't remember i think it was turkey or somewhere and he pretended to break ground on a building that ended up being nothing but a gigantic scheme to defraud the bank out of the out of funding he was uh, part of the ruse right it's like that's like the marks when they when the fbi gets they get when they arrest those those um scammers who say you know, those nigerian scammers the you, know, you get the footage of them in the hotel room and they're having the deals but the but the fbi um they go in there and they 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 put on the they put on a show right they got to they got to dress like a nigerian prince or whatever right that's what they do so hey we want to make a show we want to pretend like we're breaking ground ground on a building that's never going to get built we just want to steal money from a from a creditor and who who better to have than mr dealmaker himself donald trump came here and pretend you know all he's got to do is put put a golden 
shovel in the ground and they cut him a check for like a million dollars or something. That's That was Trump's role. He played a role there. But the role at the time was a scam. It was just another scam that he was involved in. So um, it's frightening and shocking that the this is where we live. We have a lot of stupid people that voted for a con man. And and it's all it's happening all over the world. Uh, Bolsonaro, right? And uh, all the these this swing to authoritarianism, hatred, and ignorance, and and selfishness is really depressing. Because you know, right now, another thing that happened today, Trump is going over to. He went to. Um, France, right? So let me just look this up here. Let's see what he did. I sometimes I'll just go on the Huffington Post and see what what happened in the last hour that uh, that is uh, that. What did Trump do, right? Because you never if you turn around, uh, you wait fifteen minutes, there'll be some some fresh outrage. But so this so he went over. He's visiting his. Wait, hold on a second. Stupid ad ran. Son of a bitch. Can you guys hear that ad? I was trying to open up this article and it started automatically playing an ad. So let me just put look this up. And I couldn't stop it. Trump in Paris. Oh, because... All right, so... Because he tweeted... First of all, um... The, they're, the, it's the 100th anniversary of World War One. Of course, Trump is going over there. Oh, the end of World War One. He's going to go over there to embarrass us and act like an asshole. And uh, and he tweeted. Um, he had a tweet. Wait, let me just get it. Of course, the other thing is that he was supposed to make a make a trip to a cemetery, an American uh, war dead cemetery, and he didn't. And it was canceled because it was raining. Um, right? Think about what those men went through uh, in, in the trenches of World War One. Those and what the hell would they think of a monster like that squatting in the White House? Is that why they gave their lives? So this pampered prince of corruption and uh, this authoritarian dictator envying grifter is going over there. Can't even can't even make the effort to uh, to pretend to pay respects because it's raining. It's raining a little bit for him. Too much. Too much. He didn't want to get his hair wet. You know that. He is unfit. It is so disgraceful. And and that's the other thing that Trump says all the time. This is a disgrace. This, that's a disgrace. It's it. Yeah, it is. And that's what Repu- Republicans suffer from psychological projection. They always they, they accuse other people of the exact things that they are guilty of. So he talks about a disgrace. Yeah, you goddamn right. It's a disgrace, but not in the way you're thinking. It's not. It's not the other people. It's look in the mirror. He talks about unfair, 
Of, yeah, it is certainly unfair that a 72-year-old toddler tyrant who received fewer votes whines constantly and thinks he can get away with all his crimes uh, because he, I, I guess, uh, his daddy left him a trust fund? He thinks we're stupid. And, um, you know, that's really the sign of a sociopath who lying is one of the signs of a sociopath, especially when you lie in such a way that it's clear that you're lying, that because that, that's what sociopaths think. They, they think they're so smart that, and that everybody is so stupid that they're, that they're so superior that whatever they, will, whatever they say to us, we will believe because we're stupid and they're, and they're superior. So, but, um, yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, he's over there in, in, uh, in France making an ass out of himself. And and think about, I mean, isn't that, how embarrassing is that, that he's over there, this, this draft dodger who said his personal Vietnam was not getting an STD, and I have to, I kind of have to question that too, of course, because uh, he, he, he really seems like th- what happens when syphilis goes untreated, right? Um, I'm not sure he, he dodged that bullet, but yeah, so he's a scam artist too. Let me just look this up. Hold on. Trump scams. Cause there were, there were so many of them and some of my favorites, the, the, the university gets a lot of attention, but there were so many others that are worthy of, let's see. Oh, this, this has happened recently too that Trump um, Trump persuaded struggling people to invest in scams. This is a new lawsuit. This just was, okay, this was in the news. In the, well, this particular article is from the New York Times on October 29th. It says, a new lawsuit accuses President Trump. They still, they call him, I call him so-called President Trump. His company and three of his children of using the Trump name to entice vulnerable people to invest in sham business opportunities. See, that's who they are. They don't go. That's how evil they are, right? Because they exploit the vulnerable, just like they do when they do their Nuremberg rallies. It's the same, same situation. They're exploiting the vulnerable, the weak-minded, the idiots, the racists. Those who think there's a caravan coming, those who think there's uh, that Trump is an, a, is a, a successful businessman because they saw him on TV, that 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 takes a special kind of stupid to think that somebody who never, in all of his seventy-two years of a wasted, useless life, that someone who never did a damn thing for anybody but himself. Is suddenly a blue-collar businessman, oh, the working classes biz. Uh, I mean, the working classes hero. That I mean, what was that? What was his name? Anthony Scaramucci has a has a book, the blue-collar uh, president or something, or businessman. I mean, it's like what the, talk about a a, uh, a fiction? Everything about Trump is is bullshit. Even uh, it, he, this blue collar bullshit, and then you have his origin story, where he 
were, he received a small loan from his father of a million dollars, and he paid it back with interest because he was so successful. When the actual story is, is he received more like two hundred and fifty million, uh, not a, as a loan but as a gift, and he went back to that well numerous times after after losing all the money he was given, after going bankrupt again and again and again. That's what that was. So, um, and they go, they go after the vulnerable. They don't go, they're not um, going after, they're, they're, because they're not that smart. You see what I mean? They're not, they're, they can't play in the same arena with the big guys, with the actual the innovators with the actual business people with those who are here who are legitimately in New York um uh, in the real estate business or whatever that that they're not in that league they so they have to go and attack the vulnerable people who can't fight back that is the republican way they are always going after those who can't fight back, those without lobbyists. I mean, how, what does it take? How scummy, how evil it is to go, to to, to vote to strip health care from people and then go celebrate. Um, it's, uh, it, it, after knowing, you know, all of them, they're fine now, right? They all have health care, thanks to the government, but they have to celebrate when they strip it from others. So, um, so the article goes, filed in federal court on, in Manhattan on Monday. The lawsuit comes just days before the midterm elections. This was in October on the 29th. Raising questions about whether its timing is politically motivated, please. You, when is a good time with this guy? There's always something going on. So, uh, hello. Uh, he's, he's fortunate enough that at least Robert Mueller d- doesn't, pull a Comey and come out. But what, what does it matter? Because Trump and his, his cultist followers, they don't care. This guy, like he said, can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. They don't care. They don't care that he's a grifter. They are attached to an idea or something. They, they do believe that he's being persecuted. He, that there is this cabal of Democrats that are after him. Why are we? And this is another thing I, I always wonder about them. Um, because they're like, okay, so even with this voter fraud, right? Supposedly, right? That Democrats are, because we want to count all the votes that were cast, and now because we're counting the votes, uh, we, uh, Democrats are getting it, getting an edge. We're actually, hey, we might actually win. We might not have another one stolen from us, right? But so when, but of course, Rick Scott and Trump and all the Republicans, they're screaming, oh, it's voter fraud. When these recounts are legally mandated, when the vote count is in a certain percentage, it automatically triggers a recount, which the Republicans themselves are calling fraud, right? That it's, uh, the Democrats are committing fraud by wanting to count all the votes in a legally mandated, automatically triggered recount. So, but, but to what end? So we can what? So we can give people health care? We can make sure that everybody can get to go to college? 
Uh, I mean, what a what a nefarious uh, plot going on. Meanwhile, if Republicans get power when they when they hook and crook and grift and sit in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, what do they do with their power? They they use their power to ensure that let's say banks don't have to consider the best interest of their clients when selling them uh, funds or mutual funds or whatever the hell they sell, some whatever, you know, some bullshit uh, investment. They use their power to um, ensure that, you know, bears get to get murdered in their sleep. You know, uh, all the things that Trump did in the first few days of having power. But they use their power to advance the interests of the powerful. They don't do it to um, advance the interests of we the people, e pluribus unum, uh, the, uh, you know, the general welfare. That's why I always wonder, like, what the hell do they think we're doing with this power? Like, we want power so much. And, the, and when they, they talk about George Soros, oh, he's so, you know, this, this, this conspiracy, George Soros is this puppet master pulling the strings and... For, to what end? So he can have higher taxes? So um, people can go to college and have health care? I, I mean, really, explain this to me. What's the, what is he getting out of it? Meanwhile, if when we talk about the Koch brothers or the Mercers or, or those, the, 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 the billionaire funders of the, the fascist party, the Republican fascist party, what do they get out of it? They get lower taxes. They get to pass their ill-gotten gain to their their undeserving heirs tax-free and create an intergenerational oligarchy, aristocracy, right, that swallows up government and turns the democracy that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us into an oligarchy, into nothing but an aspirational um you know, just uh, wall, like wallpaper on a uh, on rotten walls, because it's it's nothing but a ruse. It's like the gold in Trump Tower. It's like Donald Trump's origin story. It's bullshit. So I, uh, it's just that's what always confused me when they say, "Oh, Democrats are cheating." They're what are we cheating for? So we can, no, we're not cheating. We're, we're trying to, we, we, we want votes to be counted. That's not cheating. That's, that's called democracy. That's why we're here, right? That's why the founders fought a revolution, right? So, and we, what do we do with that power? We protect people with pre-existing conditions, you know? That's what, uh, all of a sudden, Trump and Republicans are all, don't worry, we will protect you. Bullshit. When did you protect us? Anyway, I, I, I always go into that. I don't want to talk about it. So anyway, I'm looking at the time, but I'm, I'm going to go a, a little over. When I, when I do the break and um, I'm, I'm thinking you might, I'm going to have to, I have to uh, log into Skype and all that again. I think that you might hear the numbers, but whatever. That's fine. You might hear the the beeping and whatnot of me calling in. I don't know. You may not. You may. You may not. Because I had a. I thought when earlier in the show when I was hearing an echo, I shut Skype. So, 
Anyway, guys, everybody still with me? How's it, how's it going? I'm still getting, like, anxious. You know, I still feel this anxiety. Ugh, I hate that. So, alright. Um, let me see. Loop back. Anyway, all right. What? Because I'm looking at the time. I'm gonna go t a little ten minutes. I'm gonna go ten minutes. Wait, and then, uh, well, maybe. But this is what I'll do. Since Poppy is going to call in, she said she was gonna call in around seven. So I don't want to screw that up. So I will take a break now, uh, a little earlier. I'm gonna end up doing. I'm gonna end up going over the show going over about 10 minutes about 8 10 but we will we'll probably it's probably best to just take the break now so i don't mess her up and all right guys that's what i'll do and then we'll come back and hopefully i'll get the phones working and we'll uh go from there all right so all right my name is tara devlin guys thank you so much for being here every week from 6 to 8 p.m. At, at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and for supporting the work that we do and for, you know, helping me when, when, I, when I need it, when I need it. We all need help a little sometimes. And I'll be right back. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Brazil has elected a new president. Election of far-right Jair Bolsonaro has grave implications for the Amazon and climate change. Plus... Big oil has raised $26 million to fight this initiative. Energy and the environment are on the November 6th ballot with landmark propositions in several states. All of those landmarks and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Who cares about global warming? Wake me up when it's America warming. America's warming, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, remember when this time of year on the Green News Report, we would do uh, green tips for Halloween? <laughs> yes, the good old days. Those were the days, weren't they? What do you have for us today? Well, first up, in Brazil, environmental groups, human rights groups, and civil justice organizations are sounding the alarm over the election of extreme right-wing politician Jair Bolsonaro to the Brazilian presidency on Sunday. As well they should. Bolsonaro promised to enact sweeping changes to the country's political, economic, social and environmental order, and his rule has drastic implications for the Amazon rainforest and its indigenous communities. He has suggested he would privatize and industrialize the rainforest to open it up to international agriculture, mining, and logging industries. Accelerating the destruction of the Amazon will have profound impacts on the fight to curb global warming. Bolsonaro has also suggested that, like President Trump, he intends to pull Brazil out of the United Nations Paris climate. Agreement. Oh, great. Donald Trump finally found a friend, a far-right new leader.
leader of the largest country in the southern hemisphere. Here in the U.S., the environment is on the November 6th ballot with numerous statewide initiatives. In Alaska, ballot measure one seeks to protect the state's revered wild salmon fisheries, the most prolific in the world, from the powerful oil and mining industries. In Colorado, residents frustrated with current state law allowing fracking near homes hope to pass Proposition 112, which would require oil and gas drilling and its accompanying noise and air pollution to be at least 2,500 feet from homes and schools and hospitals. But big oil has pumped millions of dollars into the state to defeat the proposition, claiming that it will put too much of the state off limits to drilling. There is no way that the people, and a lot of times it's citizen initiatives on the ballot here, that those people can possibly go up against big oil when, you know, ExxonMobil makes $1 million every two minutes. In Florida, offshore drilling is on the ballot. It's already banned in state waters and is wildly unpopular because it threatens Florida's prized beaches that support its billion-dollar tourism industry. After Republicans in the Florida State House voted to overturn the ban several years ago, opponents said they realized Amendment 9 is necessary to enshrine the ban in the state's constitution to make it harder for Republicans to reverse it. Good. We'll see if it passes. You have to get something like 60 percent in Florida for a constitutional amendment. In Nevada. Both sides of the argument agree renewables need to exist in Nevada, but they disagree on the pace and extent of our future renewable energy portfolio. Question six would double the state's minimum requirement for electric utilities to get their energy from renewable sources. The new renewable portfolio standard would require utilities to generate 50% of their electricity from renewables like solar by 2030. Nice. In California, Proposition 6 is backed by Republican lawmakers who hope to repeal a 2017 increase to the state's gasoline tax, which has generated billions of dollars in revenue to pay for much-needed infrastructure, bridge, and road repairs. Opponents charge that the initiative is really only intended to goose turnout among Republican voters. So they want to do away with this gas tax to fix roads and bridges because, you know, roads and bridges will fix themselves. Finally, voters in Washington state will get a chance to implement the nation's first statewide carbon tax on the biggest polluters. The costs will likely be passed down to consumers, but as Vox.com energy writer David Roberts explained on a recent broadcast, Initiative 1631 has a plan to shelter low-income electricity ratepayers. Remember, they're investing all the revenue in cleaning the state up, and 30% of all that investment has to be targeted at vulnerable and low-income communities. So it's entirely possible to construct a carbon tax that doesn't hurt low-income and middle-income people. It's entirely possible. Not only doesn't hurt low- and middle-income people, it helps them and helps everyone at the same time, everyone, I guess, except for the oil and gas companies. Yeah, the oil industry so far has poured more than $26 million into defeating this carbon tax proposal. For now, it's free to pollute, and the fossil fuel industry wants to keep it that way. Of course they do. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Don't forget to vote. This has been your Green News Report. Let's work together. Come on, come on, let's work together. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. 
right, guys. Thanks for sticking in and hanging, hanging out, sticking it out, sticking it in. <laughs> sticking out, sticking it in, sticking out, sticking in again and again and again. And, and having a good time on Saturday night. Oh, my God. I'm looking at myself, and I'm, I'm, it's making me more depressed. But, all right. I'm just not in a good mood. Sometimes you just go, you're getting... That's why we need each other. You know what I mean? You get into like uh, we're not all well at the and uh, and we're not all sick at the same time. Thankfully, that's the way Mother Nature created us, so we can be there for each other. And thank God for that. So on the phone, let me get Poppy, our our regular friend. Regular? I always call her regular. Hey. I don't know if she's regular, but I know she eats a lot of cabbage. And hello, Poppy. Can you hello. hear me? Great. Now she can hear me. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Fuck. I'm here. Can you hear me? Hold on. Oh no. Oh Hold shit. on, everybody. Life is getting suckier right now. Oh. Uh, maybe I don't have some. I'm just looking at my Skype preferences. Hold on. Can you hear me? Poppy? Poppy? Yeah? Oh, okay, good. Hello? I couldn't hear you, yeah. but now we can hear you. Huh. There. Okay. No, because I had. I, I updated. The, the, the story with all the fucking technical problems is that I yeah. updated my computer, my operating system. Thank you. They can hear you too. Oh. So. Uh, trying to make the computer better and faster and uh, but yeah. everything got reset so all of the mistakes that i had already made oh and God. and fixed got all fucked up again and since i'm oh. not yeah so i had to learn i'm once again learning the hard way so but yes now i'm glad you, you're on you, the line what's that are you mac or pc mac are you mac or mac PC? yeah mac yeah I've been Mac forever, so Mac forever. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So you, so you're driving, right, Pap, Poppy? I am driving, but the plans that I did make changed because I screwed up. I went to my show that I thought I had tonight, <laughs> and mm. it's not tomorrow. It's... not for tomorrow. <gasps> oh, that sucks! I hate that. How far? How yeah. how far of a drive was it? Um, it was, yeah, it was about, I had to drive about 45 minutes. Oh, drive. no. How annoying. Yeah. Well, I know. On, well, but I okay. feel better. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the phone, let me just introduce you. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have your, oh, yeah, here it is. Is Poppy Champlin. And she, Ooh, yeah. I know, I, I, I said it right, finally. She's yeah, an amazing... Comedian, I don't have your picture here for some reason, but you could just, uh, yeah, anyway. So, Poppy's a regular on the show, she's a comedian, and and she she has where are you performing, Poppy? Maybe somebody can is in your neighborhood, they can come get you or see. No, you. it was a private, I was doing oh, a private, oh no, it's a private, it's a, it's a, it's a roast for. Oh, a that's friend right. And to roast him. So I'm doing right. a roast. And I'm telling you, I have been preparing for this. It's, uh, I've been preparing harder than it's like a, show, a Showtime special. It's mm. insane. <laughs> I, <get. laughs> like, I have 
17 cards to read from, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's all new material that I totally made up just for him, and so there's nothing tried and true, and it's freaking me out. Oh, right, so you don't, yeah, because you never know how it's going to land until you do it in front of an audience, right? Right, right. It's like almost telling somebody, oh, when's the baby due? And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, dear. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> right. right. Well, that's like a friend of mine who I remember she was saying that, you know, she's a little heavy set. Sometimes she'll, she would go on the subway and, like, put her stomach out, like, and start rubbing it. Like, <laughs> and people oh, are like, can you? No. Like, would you like my seat, ma'am? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, she would do that. So oh, I don't know. I wasn't okay. there, but I believe her. <laughs> Maybe she was. I, I mean, why would you joke about that? Did she... <laughs> right, right. I believe her. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes you know, it's 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 uh pretty rough on the subway if you can get a seat. That's like you, sometimes you got to be a ninja to get a goddamn seat yeah. on the subway. You know. <laughs> right. And like this one joke about speaking a ninja, he was a. Uh, a black belt karate guy like he studied you know standing became a karate guy but i said that's great except it doesn't really work well for the kids and the wife because he's like a black belt guy but he's got nobody to spar with <laughs> so he ends up throwing these roundhouse kicks and punches two inches from the kid's nose and be like ha, 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 i could have just killed you but i didn't right you know? wow and that's love <laughs> right it's- <laughs> well, that's not, that's that seems sort of like love in Trump's America, right? I could have killed you, but I let you live, right? So that's yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's really true. So yeah, now I was but telling I, <laughs> I was telling everybody that this I'm a little bit out of it today because of uh, my my sudden uh, well the rug was pulled out from on you know I feel like I have this uh, I have this karma where um things are going one way where i think things are one way and then like it just switches suddenly and yeah yeah it's kind of i don't know have to change that karma somehow it's really really throwing me for a loop it was just eight months but it was a freelance you know it was like kind of steady and it's sort of like i wasn't because i wasn't prepared for it I wasn't yeah. hustling up other work. So I just, it's just like the rug was pulled and it's like, oh shit, it's the holidays too. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just a little bit anxious. So, um, yeah. well, because it's the holidays, you will be able to get a job in like a minute. You but think? I think the job, you know, you're, you're waiting for and you're going to get is the one that you really want. Right. Well, I would really love, well, you because Poppy was um, saying that she wants me to do more political comedy in my routine. Yeah. In my act. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. But I'm, I don't know. I I'm, really do. Yeah. I mean, look at Steph Miller. She was just on the road with Margaret Cho. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, a, that's a nice little team that they have going around doing a tour. So. Mm. I don't see why we couldn't build this up and right. get like this comedy. That would be great. Make it the comedy caravan, you know, comedy caravan something. Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see. That's the thing about the reason I started the started Republican Dirty Tricks was because 
I was, um, you know, I, I mean, if you, if anybody has ever seen my comedy and Poppy has, of course, but I, it's not really political. I mean, everything's political, but then I would always talk about politics and that's why I started Republican Dirty Tricks. It was sort of like my soapbox to get all of my, my anger off my chest about the Republicans. And, uh, right. but I, I, that's why I admire political comedians so much. Cause I feel like I can't get to the funny of that, of like what's going on. I mean, yeah, here we can laugh and I just rant about it and it could be funny, but, uh, I, I don't know. There's like, when I watch Colbert and I, I, I very much well, they envy have, him. They have, they have 13, they have 13 writers right. writing their stuff. <laughs> exactly. For them, you know, exactly. I mean, and that day, as soon as it comes over the ticker tape or whatever That's it's true. called, you know, they start writing. So, right. you know, right. we need a team. We need a team of writers to get good, you know, really right. fast. But uh, uh, there's so yeah. much coming down the pike. I mean, I'll try. I'll try. What well, did you see? With the with the with the reporters and the CNN. Yes. And, so let's know, talk about that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. You're out of order. You're out of order. Yeah. You're out of order. <laughs> he is a baby. Wait, let me see if I can if I can play this uh this this video and and you can hear it. Let, let me. Well, first of all, let's just play what he, this video. Hold on. What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. But I watch you a lot. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Did you hear that? I didn't get to hear oh, it. Oh, you didn't hear it. Shit. There was, see, that's another technical difficulty that I have to figure yeah. out why the Skype guests cannot hear the, the well, the videos. Because uh, you were able to hear them in the past, right, when I played them. I must not. I yeah, I yeah. Think so. Anyway, it was just Trump saying it was, was a stupid question. Uh, when the reporter uh, asked about, I, that's what he does. When when the reporter asked, "What uh, are you trying to rein in the Mueller investigation?" Trump's response: "What a stupid question!" Right, and that is wow. the the uh, um the, the he's so guilty. It is so the yeah. act of a guilty man or any it's like it reminds me of a child when you're like, did you take that cookie or whatever, that last cookie? What a hey, what about yeah. you? You know, you're you know, the, yeah. the, to, that's what he is. He is a 72 year old toddler. And yeah, what a is. stupid question. And the other thing <laughs> with him going after the reporters, all of the reporters that and well, I mean, he has a long history of calling those who are you know, uh, black or women the low IQ or their, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he has a history of calling black people racists, right? And uh, yeah, when, yeah, he did that too, right? So when a reporter asked him about him saying. He calling himself a white nationalist. Well, he called himself a nationalist, not a white nationalist. But he said, uh, you know, a nationalist. That's uh, throughout history. He's Trump said, oh well, that's uh, something that has fallen out of fashion. It's so old fashioned. It's it's old fashioned uh-huh. because it's it, it, it's it's Hitler, right? It's uh, it's not old fashioned. Is that what a nationalist was? Yeah, it got. It's all involved that's it, it evokes the 
the nationalists were the fascists. That's all, you know, a nice way of saying you're a friggin' Nazi. So the, yes, that's why when he's, that's why it's so offensive when he calls himself a nationalist, he's, he is embracing the, the language of the Nazis. And it's, that's why it's so shocking why anybody would call oh, and he God. but i don't you know some people were like does he really get it that that he i don't know if he knows that of course he knows that this is a guy that had mein kampf on his night table according to oh, really? his wife that he would read from it every every well I, you know, which is probably suspect anyway because whether he read yeah, it he might have just had <laughs> it near him because he's you know, he wanted to be close to his his hero, one of his heroes, Hitler. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what gets me though, which which because I was listening to it the other day, and well, it was live, the the the, the news reporters uh, session there, and uh, just that it was live, I was like, wow, mm. we get to see him in his. There's no teleprompter here. Right. It is oh, yeah. Case, right? Yeah. So, like so when, when, he, when, he put, when he put that guy in his place, which wasn't his place to put a guy in his place, but mm-hmm. when he told the CNN reporter he was rude and he was a very bad man right. and a bad person, sit down and rub your nose in it, whatever. And then he called on the next guy and he's like, well, you'll, I'll talk to you or something. He's like, well... <laughs> I just want to say that, you know, this reporter that you just spoke to, he's a very good reporter and he's very upstanding. And and then Trump goes, well, I don't care for you either. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Right. And I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud. And that's what he does. He makes people laugh out loud with his outrageousness. Yeah. But I don't want to laugh at him. But I can't help it. He says some stuff that is like, oh, my God, I just laughed out loud at what he just said because he's a freaking comedian. Right. Well, it's true. he's just uh, beyond anything that we've ever encountered. He's got no, uh, I mean, no, I mean, there's no standards. There's no low too low. He's there is. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only thing about him. This is what I always say about Trump, like just him. It doesn't. He's not smart. He's not a genius. Like they say, well, he had to be no. smart to get uh, to become president. No, he's not. You know, Obama was smart went to become a yes. president as a black man in this racist ass country. Trump is not smart. Yeah. He just doesn't have any standards. He has no morals. He will say whatever it takes to get ahead. But that, that's mm-hmm. what I say. He, he should have been a comedian because comedians can say whatever they want and they're not really held accountable too much. I mean, this year, yeah, they are starting to be held accountable, uh, like mm-hmm. Louis C.K. and, uh, right. you know, who, Al Franken, unfortunately. Right. Uh, right. But, but that's because of a sexual, a sexual Me Too movement mm-hmm. that's been awesome. But, uh, <laughs> It's been awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't been that awesome, though, because it's been, in a lot of ways, um, kind of a, there's, there's, this is what I think about it, that it's, it if it was that awesome, of course, I mean, it, everything is progress, right? But 
right. not right. perfection in a way. But if it was that awesome, we wouldn't have a Brett Kavanaugh. We wouldn't have a, you know, Justice yeah. Kavanaugh. We wouldn't have a Trump in the pre- a so-called President Trump. There, we, there, a lot of other men were held accountable, I feel, because we could not help hold the, the true monsters we, uh, accountable, like Trump. He, right, it right. was all, I mean, he's a monster too. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, what's right. the guy that, that's that movie guy or whatever. He's Weinstein. No, like, it. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, he just hates Jews. That guy. Right. So. <laughs> well, I mean, what's the whole deal with that? Oh, that's, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein was the one with like, please, please. Look at me. Look at me. I mean, how pathetic when he was begging women to, like, massage him. What? I, I mean, Ew. it's don't you have any dignity? So <laughs> please, please, won't you please just look at me? Look at me. Would you please touch me? Yeah. Touch me. Please, please. Come Ew. on. Don't be like that. Come on. I mean, what a, huh? I mean, that's also when I, Whoa. when things like this happen, when I, when I get a little glimpse into that kind of, that world that I think, yeah. You know, the, you know, men really shouldn't be in charge. That's what I think when I when I see stuff like no, that. Because they- <laughs> they're not all men, obviously, but there's something wrong. Like, and there's a men are I don't know in a way like a man like Harvey Weinstein. Why why are you so fascinated with your peepee? You know what I mean? It's like, oh please, <laughs> please look at it, please, please. Um, it's not that oh, special, honey. Uh, we, we can get like, uh, you know, I got five of them in my drawer right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I think, I think the, uh, I think the progression of man has been so, um, you know, he's got so many, uh, what is it? What's the word when you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're. You're special, you know. You get you mm. get certain rights, right? Get, well, it, privilege, yeah. Privilege. Yeah. You get so much. They've given themselves so much fucking privilege that to even take away a piece of it, they start crying wolf, you know. Right. So then they try and take it back because they don't want to lose mm-hmm. any of it. Which is like, you know, I guess anybody would be in that would feel like that, but. I mean, some men are willing to give some away. So just like some rich people are willing to say, no, we don't want to have the tax break that he wants to give us. Right. We don't need it. We don't want it. You know? <laughs> you don't. Some people right. will do that. Right. They do. Some pe- well, some people, like, I think there's a certain level of sickness involved with the, these, like, the Koch brothers and Sheldon Adelson who... How much money do you need? Yeah, right. You're 85, you right. old, you old fucker, and right. you're you get like, what? Well, how much more do you need? How many people don't get to have Medicare for you, you right. old crippled right. old? Well, not crippled. That's mean to say. You old, well, old too. Well, he's just like he reminds me of the crypt keeper. That's what he he should be. Yeah. Hosting tales yeah. from the crypt or something, not right. rolling right. around exactly. in his casinos picking people's pockets. Yeah. That's what he's doing. I mean, they're all they do. They're not masters of the universe. They just don't have any morals. They're they've come up with ways to separate people from their money. To it's it's okay. Gambling is legal, and we're in Las Vegas. Yeah. 
Might as well. It's you're tickling addictions. That's all. Uh, okay. Whoopie do. You did it. You, yeah. You've you've arrived. Now you can buy politicians and corrupt government. It's huh? Is that that's not? I mean, do you think it goes all the way back to uh, all the way back to the Masons and uh, the Crusaders that they had this secret bank that they were, mm-hmm. you know. Huh? That was the plan all along. A secret? Yeah, you didn't hear about um, yeah, Well, I don't know the Mason. I don't know the whole. I know I've heard about that, but I I think that it's just people that human beings. Some uh, yeah, it's all a matter of perspective. That I think that it, this is my philosophy in general that the human species has to have a paradigm shift in our thinking in general where we need it's we have to recognize that we are truly in this together that we are all connected and when we do that when we when we respect that in each other we won't um there we won't have uh you know we understand that you don't need billionaires like i don't see why any one person needs a billion dollars it while right. especially while there's so much poverty while uh yeah. it's gross it's it's unconscionable it, it, is, it a, is it's a it it's is. a symptom of a sick society and yeah. they uh if we were better it's like the same thing so and the way i feel about i when i talk about animal rights right so i don't eat meat i don't I, you know, whatever, Some this is a touchy subject, too, with liberals, because yeah. a lot of liberals eat meat, and they, then they feel guilty, but this is just my opinion. So um, I, I believe that when, that we, as a human species, we will, there will have to come a time where we will, won't eat meat, we won't eat animals, and it doesn't matter if we ate yeah. them for, uh, you know, millions of years or whatever, it won't matter. It's the same thing with slavery, right? Because for 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 time immemorial, slavery was just a fact of life. So much so that even uh, uh, Jesus Christ didn't condemn it. Right? Uh, no, all right. the great philosophers—Socrates, Plato, whatever—none of them ever questioned the morality of slavery. That was just a natural oh. part of life for thousands of years. And you know that during that time, there were people that said, this is, you know, fucked up. It's not right to own other people. These are human beings. And then there were other people were like, hey, well, well, fuck you. I have slaves. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And um, that's how I feel about animals and factory farms and animals in general. That one day we will... You know, like there are people now that are like, don't eat meat or these, you know, not, we shouldn't eat meat or not, or it's just, uh, and people are like, well, I love bacon. Well, fuck you. Right. And, uh, and, but it's, <laughs> you know, so, but I think that eventually. That's a hard one. That is a, that is a hard one. I've tried to go vegan a bunch of times when, when, when there was a little girl that the video went viral and her mother was like, don't, you don't uh, want to eat meat? I don't want to eat animals! Good, she good for her. Like <laughs> good. I love her. I saw that video. Yeah. She's a hero. Oh, I love 
But no, he it's wasn't true. Here. I quit. I quit mm-hmm. meat for like three months from that. Well, I don't eat meat. You can. I, I used to like to eat bacon, and but what I understand that's because uh, I I like breakfast. Breakfast is like my favorite meal of the day, and uh, and I used to like it was special. Or whatever you have a nice breakfast, go out to breakfast or something, and eat bacon. Yeah. And, but I don't eat that. Yeah. I just they have Pancake. soy bacon. They have alternatives, and the the best part I, is that no animal is hurt. So that's right. And and also like so when I that's what happened for me. I would start because once this is what happened exactly. Like I would whenever I started whenever I ate meat, I could I would always think about the animal that, and then I would have to put it out of my mind, and it went slowly, yeah. and then. I couldn't eat anything on the bone, and then I, because I had to be in denial about it. And then one time yeah. I, I was in my apartment, and there was a bug or something, and I went to kill the bug, and it, um, yeah. the bug ran, and I, and it hit me. <laughs> of course, the bug ran and wanted to live, but I, that's why I, it hit me that. Oh wow! Look at this. Even this bug, like, cherishes its life and. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, it really changed my thinking. Not that I don't have an exterminator come in, like, you know, I don't, for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I, yeah. and, um, so anyway, that's what, and I started to think that it is, if I can live, not only live, but not just survive, but thrive it, without harming an animal then if I eat meat, it's being completely purient and selfish. So that was my process anyway. And maybe that will help somebody. And I, and I do think that one day, I really believe this because I, we have so much, because um, uh, factory farms are just, they're not just horrible for the animals. They're horrible for us. They're horrible for the environment. And I yeah. think that uh, we're going to, there will be a time if we if we make it as a species that there will be a time yeah. where we look back and say, "Can you believe there used to be factory farms that people used to eat animals?" Yeah. I mean, I really believe that. Maybe not not in my lifetime, of course, not in maybe two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand years. But if we make it, huh. that's I believe yeah. one day. Yeah. Same thing. Anyway, that's. Whatever. I mean, there's a, who knows if we'll make it. That's the old. That, that's still up in the air. You know what I mean? That's just still. Yeah, uh, it's an that. iffy uh, proposition because um, we are we 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 not just kill each other. There's so much stupidity and greed and and it's all ignorance. So it's like the everything that we see is it's like Gandhi said, right? There's enough for everyone's need, just not for everyone's greed. And that, if we look at uh, the fact that there are people who can't get health care or kids going hungry or whatever, and we look at that as a personal failing, I, I, that's how I, I look at it. It's, a, it's an embarrassment if, for people to come yeah. here to the United States and there's homeless laying on the streets and that's a, that, you know, it's the one time I was on the subway I've, and I've mentioned this on the show before I went on the subway and there were on every seat was a homeless person sleeping on the, on the, on each, oh, wow. right. 
And there was, it looked, seemed like uh, some tourists on the train that they looked, and they, was, they seemed like they were speaking um, like Scandinavian, some Scandinavian language, I don't remember. And I, I remember feeling embarrassed for America uh, because I know that you have to really work your ass off to be homeless in Sweden because uh, they don't, oh. yeah, they have such a strong social safety net. And they, um, you know, it's an embarrassment to our country that we allow that to happen. It's a, it's a, it's a complete moral failing on our part because there's enough money. Then when, when the fucking Republicans go off about, oh, we're broke, we're broke, we got no money. We have money, assholes. It's all concentrated yeah. in the hands of your fucking benefactors. So, they're, uh, that's why. They uh, don't. It's bullshit. We have enough money for bombs and all kinds of other shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. So, but we we don't have money for school. We don't have money for uh, you know. And and the other thing before I know it's uh, we, I'm just there's so many other things going on. It's like hard to believe that the that yeah. we just went through the midterm elections and it's like okay we we had another shooting in the country. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's like, no, oh, oh, well, and here it is, you know, we're in the last half of the second hour, and it's not even the top of the news, right? Uh, and, and even right. in this show, because there's so many other things. And it's like, oh, well, when that happened, I was, I was like, oh, another shooting. That's, we're numb to it. We're, uh, and nothing's going to get done. And, one of these mother effers, uh, Martha Blackburn, went on TV, and she's a Republican, of course, an NRA flunky, and said that yeah. uh, they asked – I wanted to play it, but I know you're not going to hear it, though. But um, let me just play it. Oh, you the, can play it yeah, let me play it for the audience. I'll, I'll explain what happened. Uh, okay. Let me see. Let's see what she said. Hold on. Up the shooting. Um, this gunman was 29 years old. He drove his mother's car to this bar, bar before he walked in and, and opened fire, killing 12, including the sergeant uh, who charged in to try to protect those college students. Many of these college students, young people. Uh, as a senator-elect now, I mean, what can we do? This was this was the, uh, the, the deadliest shooting that we've seen in this country since Parkland. I mean, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, what we do is say, how do we make certain that we protect the Second Amendment and protect our citizens? We've always done that in this country. Mental health issues need to be addressed. The Martha Blackburn or whatever the hell says, they ask, what, yeah. do, we, what, what do we do about uh, guns in this country after after another shooting after another massacre and of course she her response is we have to make sure we protect the Second Amendment right I mean it's no. uh, they, yeah they're that's how vile they're not they're not even trying they're not even oh, trying God. to pretend that they're trying to fix something. They are wow. completely bought by the, the, they say, special interests. They're bought by the NRA. They're bought by their paymasters. By, they, I mean, how does this woman sleep at night? These, these people are dead. 
They are senselessly and needlessly dead in an armed madhouse, the only country on the planet that has these events because we are a nation awash with weapons of war and people can't get goddamn health care. And uh, I mean, it's and they just. The same song and dance of their of their master. My, oh. my, my friend Maria and and I were talking about the gun situation, and I mean, if there was, you know, a buyback program set up like mm-hmm. every month, not just once a year, but like every month, where people can get the guns off the street, and you know, the police can buy them back. Mm-hmm. from the people no question no question yeah. asked they can just get them then then it would have value to people and even it would be have value to thieves so if thieves knew where that guy lived they could mm. go steal his gun right. and you know sell him back to the police right well they did that that's what they did in australia they had they had a they had this a similar problem with gun nuts massacring people and they had a massive countrywide buyback program. They they changed all the laws. That's and they don't have that problem anymore. So there is a there's a there's a living model model right that we we should be following at this time. And but wow. that's what's so stupid. This is why this country is run by unfit monsters. They shouldn't they shouldn't be yeah. in positions of authority or power. They should have no. They they should the the Republican Party needs to be a permanent minority party they they know they can't handle the power but because they're not they they're not trying to they they don't care who dies they don't care how many people get killed how many funerals how many thoughts and prayers how many times they have to pander don't they have any dignity uh, how much i guess uh, I- like how much is your soul worth would you? How do you yeah. sleep at night? How do you look yourself in the mirror? You know, and and you <laughs> know it. You know you're lying. You know you're you're just you're just a coward. You are repeating what your NRA masters told you. You don't want to offend not the dead, not the the families of the dead, but your paymasters. That's what you're. Uh, 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 you know, that's your comfort. That's your thoughts and prayers. That's not even a thought and a prayer. That is less than no. a thought and a prayer. That is a that's a trick. That's a joke. You know, that is a that is a slap in the face to the the grieving. How do they really believe it? They don't yeah. believe it, right? They must. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. They're in. It's like being a drug addict. You know, you believe your own lies after a while. Yeah. You know, maybe you're addicted to, yeah, you're addicted to the, they're addicted to the money. They're addicted to the power. So they, it's like, maybe that is actually, I I never thought of that. I never thought of that until now. Cause I know I understand. Yeah. Being a drug addict. I understand that. But I, but even when I was a drug addict, right. When I was active, let's say I would, Mm -hmm. I didn't, uh, I knew I was full of shit on some level. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Even though I was like, maybe. I mean, I know on some level, but probably, you know, in retrospect, looking back, I knew that. But maybe not at this. Actually, that's not really true because I remember one time a friend of mine was, this is when I was younger, and she 
she started going to AA and she said to me, I can't hang out with you anymore because, and I was like, why? I was devastated. And she's like, well, I'm going to AA and I, and I don't, I can't be around you. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, basically. and I said, what do you mean you're going to AA? I said, you're, you're not an alcoholic. I drink like 10 times more than you. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Like I was in yeah. such denial that. You know, she's, she's like, I'm an alcoholic. Like she, she considers herself an alcoholic. And I was like, I drink 10 times more than you. What do you mean? And I'm not an alcoholic. How could you be an alcoholic? <laughs> so when I'm not. <laughs> right. And I was sincere. I was completely sincere about that. So yeah, there is denial. Right. But now I look back and I'm like, shit, I was fucked up. But I laugh about it. You know, you're like, I guess you're grateful to live to laugh about it. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I yeah. guess that's, uh, but, and also with the Republicans, because they're all in, in cahoots with each other. So they're all validating each other's bullshit, you know? So one is like yeah. out there, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, and the NRA, NRA, and they're all repeating it. It's the same thing with, yeah. of course, we'll protect your pre-existing conditions. Yes, of course. Yeah, after, <laughs> after celebrating after and and not even I mean after voting against it seventy times and going after it oh did you right. see Twitter another thing he did was he um he was on he made a mistake he he slipped up and he said uh that if Democrats get control they'll they're gonna destroy Obamacare did you see <laughs> oh did he. <laughs> And he said, which is good, which is good, but, uh, uh <laughs> and he, he realized what he said, which is good, which is good, yeah. but uh, they're going to leave the bad parts. But like, what bad parts? Uh, they don't like, this is the thing about, you know, that they, they're like the bad parts, like, uh, cause they were like, oh, we got rid of that unpopular mandate part, you know, but, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, kept yeah. the pre-existing condition part, but what the fuck, asshole? That's what makes the pre-existing condition part uh, viable, you d- you dumb bitches. So they, um... <laughs> but that's the whole thing. That's why Republicans have no alternative. They have no. Uh, they're always like, "Hey, we we're gonna repeal and replace it with 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 what? Your own? They're gonna repeal and replace it with their own bullshit. As long as as long if you, yeah. whatever, whatever it's- you believe." You believe. It okay. took Obama like eight years to put that thing together. They're not even right. They're not even starting on trying to put no, something together. They're not. They're not. They they were always full of shit. And they, the Obama, uh, that's the that's the uh, that's the Republican plan. That is that's why it's it's a shit show. It's that is Romney care. Obamacare is the that's the plan yeah. that Nixon proposed. It's it's the plan that to keep the uh, for-profit health insurance companies in power and give them give them assholes like us that uh, oh please you know fuck you oh I hate them I hate <laughs> the insurance company I hate them uh, because oh, yeah. I was like I, I was know. just in a in a bike accident everybody knows I had a bike accident I was riding my bike I had oh, a big yeah, yeah this is, my leg was all screwed up I I had to go to the emergency room I was in the hospital they cut my leg open whatever. Then oh. they, uh, the, 
then I get a letter. I mean, it's just so annoying. Like, um, we feel that you were in an accident. Uh, I had to write because they wanted that. What they wanted to know was, do I? Are they responsible for this? You know what I mean? Are they, or can they uh, go somewhere and go out of? Yeah, weasel out of it. That's what it was. Or, or fine. Well, maybe somebody else will pay for it. Maybe it's you with somebody else's fault. And then they'll, let's, because this is what I want to do with my life now is uh, go to uh, worry about this shit when I'm trying to whatever, have a life. I got to worry about this. I got to worry about, the, about this, whether um, they can deny care, right? And uh, anyway, yeah. they suck. I hate them. There, there's no reason. They're, they're just another symptom of how sick we are. Really, it really is the truth. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. Yep, yep. So pretty uh, brutal. Pretty brutal. What else? So the what I I, I wish I could play these videos. I, I'm I'm looking on the on the the website. I can't. I'll figure it out later. Uh, and uh, well, who, who, who's uh, the guy that? That is going to replace Jeff Sessions as a new attorney general. And is, is that a legal thing that, they, no. that he did to, to appoint him? Well, no. Well, he it's his name is Whitaker. And we were just talking about him a little bit ago. But he is oh, he yeah. also thinks that uh, well, not all, well, and it's not legal. Apparently it's and oh, this is the problem. The, well, because he's he was um, he he needs Senate confirmation, but he. He uh so Twitler is saying that he already went through Senate confirmation, but it was for something else. Yeah. But that doesn't apply, you know. It's for, for something else, and you know, it's yeah. just he's an asshole. And also, apparently, Whitaker thinks that not only that, of course, that Twitler is above the law, but that the that the law itself or uh, our law should be should follow new testament law it shouldn't be secular law what? It, yeah i mean they, these are real freaks man where are, are they, you serious like i mean this is why you can't have republicans in charge of a modern nation and i i say this all the time republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. Because if you want, yeah, you want to live in a in a demon-haunted, archaic yeah. shit show that uh, where we, whatever, where we pray uh, over our cancer patients and, uh, you know, <laughs> wait for Jesus on a hill uh, and, do, yeah. and live in a shithole, like, you know what I mean? Where we, whatever, where you have well, uh, religious police it's, it's in the streets. What? Yeah, it, it's archaic. It's archaic, and they don't want to progress with the, the way the majority of the people are progressing. They want to, mm -hmm. like, bring it back to the Stone Age of uh, a man right. and a woman, <laughs> and uh, if she doesn't behave, she gets stoned. Right. That's it. They want to look. This is what's so ironic about. They're always about the Middle Easterners and whatnot. A Middle Easterner coming in. They they are. Uh, that's what they are. They they are exactly. They they are the American Taliban. Uh, they accept yeah. with a lot of Jesus. They they want the same yep. situation that they condemn about the uh, let's say the Middle Eastern countries, but. They, they, it's the mirror image. They're looking right in a mirror. 
and they want it uh-huh. the same thing except with Jesus and of course they do they're they're horrific wait, wait what were you going to say and you know what else though i mean the fact that the you know a new, another shooting happened uh yes it it's just it's just sort of part now yeah. of the canvas That's of it. america it's just like oh well the, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. Then and Twitter also, you know, did this and that. It's like it's not even the top story now. It took it was off the off the front page in a, in, a, in like half a day. And that woman, one of the victims mother w- gave a heart wrenching statement to the media. Uh, did you see her? She says, I, 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 saw the, I saw the guy whose son died and he was like just yeah. broken down crying I yeah saw that. the mother was said i don't want your thoughts and prayers she was crying uh, i want gun control uh, and yeah. yeah i mean it's almost like it's almost like the hunger games i mean it really is sort of turning into the hunger games you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we're getting we're just getting uh numb to the killings and the death and right. then we're 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 going to take that mother and show that sound bite and take right. that father and show that. Now everybody's watching the TV. I mean, it's like, it's freaking me out. Like right. how numb we are becoming. This is making us numb. Yeah. It's, and that's what this society is sick in general. We are at each other's throats, the stress. Yep. There's not, there's no compassion. Yep. There is, there's no, uh, it it was, it was going that way. That was what, I mean, when Obama was in, it felt like the age of Aquarius was Mm, coming and it all was going to a, a more utopian society. And then all of a sudden this face comes in and it's like, oh my God. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like the, because there's always, you know, it's like that old Native American parable, right? About, uh, I think it's they they talk they talk about the mind. Uh, you you have a good a negative mind and a positive mind. Oh, the wolf. Yeah, the are like wolves fighting. Which one? Which one wins? The one you feed, and that's yeah. definitely Twitler because we uh, him talking about everybody's lying, everybody's crooked everybody yeah it's he's the he's fake the problem news. fake news horse face uh oh. you know pig you know i mean i'm oh. looking at, at when we were talking about whitaker um the the new trump's new lackey at the uh, the justice department and there's an article at the washington post it says Matthew Whitaker, the, the headline of the article is Matthew Whitaker is a crackpot. We're, we're, I mean, we don't, we're going right to, it's not even, let's just go right to it. You know, it's like eventually wow. the, the, the headline of the New York Times is going to be, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, not- well, how about that? What, once you say that, it reminded me of, did you see uh, Beto O'Rourke's? like concession speech yes and he used the f word right he, used the, he was like but he used it in a nice way yeah i'm so fucking proud of you, you all know? he said <laughs> yeah i fucking love you people oh is that what like he that. said yeah no. <laughs> i think that i was like oh my god that i was know so shocking right and yet it was like 
a very nice way to use fucking. It was. You know? Because, well, it's almost like, it's. it was kind of, yeah. I don't know, um... I don't, I wasn't like, so, I mean, of course I curse on the show, but I'm, I'm just on a little podcast here, but the, uh, it remi- yeah. you know, yeah. it, it was a nice way of using it, but it was, it reminded it was. me of in a way, well, cause now like the Republicans have really soured and poisoned everything in this country and, uh, they've turned everything. It's, there's no dignity anymore. There's no decorum. There's no even semblance right. of it. Like. It reminded me of a, there was, um, it didn't really remind me, because he was, like you said, using it in a nice way, but there was, when Lindsey Graham was on a TV, he was on CNN, and they asked him, why did he, they said, what what does he think about um, when people criticize him for uh, his cozy relationship with Trump, and he said, I don't give a shit, on CNN. He's, he's yeah, and um, he said that yes. on CNN. Yes, yes, it was like, oh, if they they gonna they want to criticize me for working with the president, I don't give a shit. And I just wow. when I saw that, I just I thought that this Republicans are really taking us into the sewer. Trashing it. Yeah, just trashing yeah. life in general, trashing society, trashing the government that our founders fought blood and died to pre, pre, you know to, yeah. to to create they really and 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 what it is is it shows how much they hate this country that they have absolute it's like you don't go if you love your country let's say you love your you you know you love your grandmother you love your mother you love your father you don't like you go you go to visit your grandmother right you love and respect your grandmother yeah. She's been through a right. lot, you know. She's got a lot of wisdom. Right. She's loving and caring. Right. You don't go in there like, hey, fucking yeah. grandma, you know, fucking fuck you. I don't hey. give a shit, yeah. grandma, you yeah. know. Right. You, you have right. a little bit of respect for her or any or any yeah. elder unless, or. Unless you're Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, right. grandma, <laughs> fuck my butt. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Grandma, hey, Dickory Dickory <laughs> Doc, right. hey, the Republicans got no cock, hey, <laughs> right. So you know what I mean. Like you, any uh, anything that you have respect for, it's like like when you go to court, you wear a you know you dress up, you address the the judge, your honor. You you don't know like hey, yeah. fuck you, Better. your honor. You're like you because yeah. that shows. That's disrespectful. That's contempt of court because there has to be yes, a certain right. level of respect for the institution. Otherwise, it right. all fucking contempt goes. Right. Yeah, that it perfect. all goes to hell. That 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 fake president has contempt of this country. Yeah, it's contempt. That's what it is. When so when yes. Lindsay goes, I don't give a shit on CNN. That's, uh, that's at the horrible. at the fourth estate asking him a question. And when Trump goes, oh, you're a racist, when or or you're stupid. That's a stupid question. At the fourth estate, yeah. who have a a constitutionally enshrined and protected role to to protect this democracy from a tyrant yeah. like that asshole? That show that is contempt. That's utter contempt for this country. So, and like I always say, they hate this country. They hate America. I don't give a shit. It's like everything they say is 
opposite day. It's all opposite yeah. day with, yeah. with Republicans. It's really true. Right. So when they say, oh, I love America, I love it. They hate America. What are you kidding? It's not that they hate. They are indifferent to America. They don't really care. America is not a factor. They America is just another scam to run on their dupes. It's another yes, means it, to it, an to end. make money. Yep. So they have if they if they have to plaster the walls with flags or, or hug the flag like Trump has done. <laughs> uh, 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 I mean, really, he would uh, yeah. you know he'd wipe his ass with the flag if if it would make him a buck. Yes, he would. We know that right. he would. Yeah. And I don't. And I'm he not would. sure he hasn't. Frankly, he certainly has done it right. metaphorically. Really? Maybe he and Putin got that one on. <laughs> right? They there. probably, like, jacked off into the flag. <laughs> Am I crossing a line? Those on stars. <laughs> <laughs> right? They were like, woo! They probably oh. have. You know, Putin has. <laughs> Me. I mean, yeah. he's really... They're... It's, they are... They're... It's It's just a... It's like a show. It's a show, you know? It's... it's they. That's that the America is. show. I mean, that's, oh, it's the same thing I always thought about Sarah Palin. Like, she just wears america she's like a, a like a hoe on the stroll you know wearing her you know <laughs> like she's wearing her america yeah right. yeah with the and they're all loving it and that's that i mean republicans are really easily led too they these are you know like at the um the conservative uh political action committee co- not committee convention they they always yeah. it's always a shit show they always have these real freaks giving um whatever giving talks keynote addresses and oh, i yeah. i wrote i wrote a thing about one of the what is this guy's name that was escaping me this young uh he was like 14 12 years old he was a young oh, wow. conservative wonder kind or whatever you call it, a young conservative what is his name um Maybe somebody on the feed will say it. I wrote about him, but um, I can't remember his name now. Anyway, the whole he—he's now older. He's—he's he's past college, and while he was in college, he came out as a progressive, as a as a liberal. He said he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about when he was—he was a child. Oh wow. He was only repeating because his, uh, his father would listen to Rush Limbaugh. So he said he was he oh, only oh. repeated what he heard on Rush Limbaugh. And that's but so they these dumbass Republicans, um, they loved that shit. They thought he they tried to pretend he was like some kind of prodigal child or prodigy. And they put him up as a friggin' keynote speaker at their convention. So you have oh adults listening to a child repeat <laughs> what he heard on Rush Limbaugh in front of the and they and they treated him like he was a rock star, like he was a he was a genius. He's like he's like um <laughs> Mozart or whatever of of the of the oh, wing yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then the kid was like That's so the kid said that he he was like I, w- I didn't know what the hell I was saying. I was just a kid. Right. I was... <laughs> right. And that's how stupid they are, he... that they literally made him, like, their friggin' keynote speaker. So they have a child who is nothing yeah. but a parrot for a propagandist. Right, right. For a drug-addled right. propagandist. <laughs> hey, 
Nothing about drug addict. No, I mean, at least the thing about him, too, with the drugs, <laughs> at least I bought my own drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't send my housekeeper, right? I didn't have a housekeeper. But, uh. and, and that's, I always think about Rush Limbaugh, too, because imagine, like, they don't learn anything. He's still the same asshole he's always been. So don't you learn yeah. in recovery? You know what I mean? You will, you want to open your heart, yeah. open your mind. No, he never learned shit. Right. It's the same thing about with like Steve Scalise. He never learned. He got shot. He said he he came back. He said, "I'm the same. I'm just the same asshole I was before I was shot." He was proud of it. He was like, "Oh, don't worry, everybody. I'm still." Because they were wondering, will he vote against Obamacare yeah. since he, uh, you know, had he had this near death experience, and how can somebody who just almost died take health care from other people who uh right but he fucking said he he said oh yeah don't worry about it i'm just i i'll take health care just like my i'm just the same old asshole i always was so they, well, they, he's they, got they it never learn care he's got health care right that's what they th- that's all i got mine so what do what do yeah, i got uh, mine that's yeah. it that's the key right there mm-hmm. i got mine and that's what the Republicans have. I got mine, and that's what they want to keep. You and know? they don't. And that's not patriotism. Ultimately, that is not patriotism. To be a patriot no, is I... you is to care about your fellow countrymen. That's what it is. That's why we, okay. you know, say, "Oh, I'll I'll move heaven and earth when we're attacked at, you know, in nine eleven, right? We're supposedly move heaven and earth, but we won't move heaven and earth when we have." 9-11 every day when people can't get health care and they die needlessly or whatever. We, they, uh, right. that's, you don't, you're not a patriot if you celebrate t- taking health care from people. If you're, if you're grifting people like Rick Scott, uh, robbing Medicare or coming up with some scam to separate vulnerable, uh, people from their money. That's what they do. So that's not a patriot. Uh, Rick Scott, he was head of a company that committed the largest Medicare fraud in American history. And they had two sets of books. One had the fraud in it. The other was for the for the feds. And that's their their grifters. And this guy is a goddamn. uh, He's he's been elected. He's a Republican. They elect him again and again. How many? I mean, I don't know. I guess how much do you got to hate yourself? to put a right. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't really get it. Anyway. Is that final that final vote in? Isn't he one that is being recounted? Yes, that's why he's saying there's fraud and and uh but I don't know what's happening yet. But anyway, I'm looking at the time. Yeah. I think we should I was going to go over because of uh I screwed up in the beginning. So I think we're good. We are over. We are over. But I'm going to probably end the show now. I think it'll. I think we're good. So (laughs) good. Well, it was good chatting with you. Yeah, thank you. um, You you feel better, and Uh, um, I'll feel better. Know that everything is going to be okay. Is it going to be okay? I I need a psychic to tell me it's going to be okay, and. I need to know what's going to happen. If I knew that it was just uh, a couple of weeks, you'll be fine. I would be, I would relax, but I'm stressed. So I, everybody 
Just relax. That's the whole key. You just got to relax. Yeah, yeah. I got to relax. But do, of course, take action, but still not get some sleep. Anyway, all right, guys. Thank you. We are here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8. That's Poppy Champlin. We're going to do a show in a couple of weeks at the Hartford Funny Bone, right? Is that it? That's right. That's and, right. Uh, December 9th. December 6th. And, uh, 9th. 9th? What? Yeah, 9th. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, All right. Okay. All right. I got to go. <laughs> Thank All you, right. guys. I'll see you next week. Like we Hopefully. always say. Like I always say. We stick together. Uh, we win. I'm Tara Devlin. Poppy Champlin. And... I love you. I really do. Thank you for hanging out, and I'll see you guys later. Woo-hoo!